welcome to an all new episode of Bride to Frankenstein. I am Alyssa Oriema. I am Lindsay Sledson. And I am so excited for this episode. This is your day. It is my birthday mandate. Correct. Uh, it's my birth. It's my birthday this weekend and uh, this coming weekend. Yay. So as is the rule for this podcast, mm-hmm. we get to pick the movie for our birthday week. And the other person doesn't get to complain or veto. No, I guess doesn't get to veto. I definitely complained last year. Oh, you, I was about to say you complained for at least three straight weeks last year. And it was deserved. When you realized what, what, what movie I wanted to do, when we watched it, when we recorded it, when the, when the episode came out. Yeah. 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 All of that is true, but I respect the birthday mandate. Yes. You didn't didn't say no. You didn't say no. So this year I wanted to take it a little easier on you and do a movie that I thought we would have a lot of fun with. And yes, I was right. And, 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 and I will say thank you to Lindsay because, mm-hmm. uh, a few days ago I texted her and I said, can we change the movie? And she was completely fine with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, so the movie that we are doing today is Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's the one directed by Francis Ford Coppola written by James V Hart, who mm-hmm. also wrote hook. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, not two very different movies. I know. Uh, How does one? How does one go from one to the other? I don't know. Who can say? I don't care. I love it so much. So, um, (laughs) quick backstory: our original, the original movie that I had planned like months ago, Mm. um, was the '93 adaptation of Interview with the Vampire that has Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, but. Some information has come out about Brad Pitt. More information has come out about Brad Pitt. And I I could do an episode about Interview with the Vampire, but it would mainly be me just being very angry at Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we decided, I just, I just was like, ah, I don't feel good doing this, but- Not the right time, yeah. But Bram Stoker's Dracula was my runner up. Oh, they're all going on the list. But <laughs> I was- thinking okay what's a movie that I could we could have really a lot of fun with that I've been kind of wanting to revisit and is is a very important part of my history for a very funny kind of weird reason and I was yeah. like Bram Stoker's Dracula like gotta gotta do that's it the one. So, that's the one so this is my backstory with this movie and I can't believe uh Lindsay's never heard this I have a very deep history with this movie and not in the way that I saw it and I was like obsessed with it for years. This is a movie that deeply scarred me for many, many years and before I even watched the movie, which is funny because (laughs) when you watch the movie, it's like, what? But I, so my first movie I ever saw in the theaters with my family was not this movie. It was, uh, (laughs) it was, that would have been wild because I was- That would have been- weird because I was like seven when this movie came out mm. uh, but the first one of the first movies I think the first movie I ever saw in the theaters was Beauty and the Beast or The Little Mermaid but the first like non Disney cartoon movie that I ever saw in the theaters was A League of Their Own and that came out in the July before this movie came out so it was a preview it was a preview attached yeah. to it and if you go back and you this, watch this what? was a preview before A League of Their Own Oh, yes. Who made that choice? 
I don't know, but whoever it is, they scarred me for like, that's like bonkers, 10 years. But- I had to sit through a trailer where it was, it was a teaser trailer and it was just blood running down a, like running down the walls or like on a flat surface, like blood yep. just running. And then I, that was it. That's all I could handle. And I, I remember I hid in my mom's shoulder <laughs> Aww. and I couldn't watch the, and I, and my mom just kept going, it's just flashes of something like, uh, you know, don't worry. And I was just like, Oh my God, oh my God. I don't like it. So from that day until maybe when I was like 16 or 17, I refused to watch movie trailers in the theater because I was so scared that they were all going to be like that. That's wild. Really? Oh yeah. I never told you this. No, that's so funny. (laughs) You know what it is? It's because once, once you and I became friends, it was, I, I gotten over it, but yeah, literally. yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Literally, I would get to the movie theater, I would sit down, and then when the trailer started, I would get up and leave and wait until the movie started and come back in because I was so scared that would you just like, like lurk this. outside the door? Yes, I would lurk <laughs> outside the door. And my my sister and my brother would be like, Alyssa, what are you doing? It's gonna be fine. They now like match the trailer to the movie, and I was like, No, I can't. No, nope, can't. can't. <laughs> it's can't. dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's gonna come get me. So I for years, for literally years. And finally, uh, I don't know what shifted. Um, I think once, you know, movies like Lord of the Rings and like other big movies came out and trailers became such a huge part of Mm -hmm. the, the cultural zeitgeist, like I got over it. And then I actually, but then I also watched this movie and this movie, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But right, it, right. And there are moments that are genuinely off-putting and unsettling. And there is sure. one jump scare that every time I go like, ah, but it's also the most insane movie ever made. It's, it's just, that's a- <laughs> it's just wild. It's, it is. it's wild. You know, it's, it's bananas. Like it's, from beginning to end, like right from the get-go, it's like, what am I watching right now? It's, wild and it's so it, you know it's very lush it's very romantic and it's got yep. that gothic romance horror thing to it mm-hmm. and it's really he, he erotic trying to be we'll get into it but oh, and and there are people that are just doing the most and people that are that are trying really hard trying to do the most trying so hard and it is just it, it it's just a it, Nothing like this exists. It is just, it is very much its own thing. It's its own thing. And it's so unbelievable that it got made and it, it it's what it is. It's, it's just, I, I'm obsessed with it. Like I go through periods where I don't watch it at all. And then I go yeah. through periods where it's all I watch. Like I, I'm so, I, I so, so that's my history with this movie. And yeah, I, I could talk about, and we will, I could talk about the score, the acting, the costumes, uh, yep. the, 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 the set, the, the, the production choices, like Keanu Reeves trying so hard. Like it's just it's all of this <laughs> just, but, and so I'm, so I'm, so this is all I'm thinking about this week as we're prepping for the movie. Yeah. And I did not realize uh-huh. that you had never seen this movie before. Nope. No, I like, I had seen, no, no. I was going to say, 
if I may share my history with this movie, um, I watched it this week. <laughs> like I had definitely seen, I've seen like clips of it and I've seen like bits of it here and there, but right. like not even- You can't really go without, like you had to have seen at least something, yeah. Uh, yeah, but but not even enough to say like, oh, well, I've seen the movie. I just never sat down and watched it beginning to end. Like, I can't even say that. I've only seen like a few odd clips here and there. Enough to know it was bananas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But honestly, I think that's the, for me, that actually worked out really well. Because if I had watched it when I was younger, back when I thought I was, uh, like, I, when I thought I was like a wannabe film snob or something, oh, like, if I watched it then, yeah. I would have been like, this is garbage. <laughs> Whereas now I can go back and watch it and be like, this movie is insane, but also I'm kind of into it. Oh, yeah. Because it is, it is something that you just kind of have to experience. <laughs> I, I, I was so, because you were, because, because Lindsay was texting me the other night when she was, when she was watching it and doing the summary yep. and she, the, the, and just the way she was texting me, I, I, I texted her back. Have you never seen this movie before? And she, and she says, nope. And I nope. went, <laughs> I went, oh my God. I my wish, God. I wish I could have seen your face when I said that text. this is this was it I was like our our listeners can't see it but yeah I was so delighted and you were texting me things like I am going on such a journey with this movie what is happening I I didn't what is going on and it took everything and I was just texting you being like well did you know that the costume designer based some of her designs on insects and I just I I like was just word oh yeah and and I just was hoping, and then I got really worried that you weren't gonna like it. And I and I Aww. just was like, oh, I hope she likes it. Well, not even like I hope she likes it. I just I just hope she gets something good out of it. It's not like the yeah. where you were you were actively wanting to die the entire time. <laughs> but I'm just glad that you enjoyed it because it is such a wild ride. And just when you think it does, it's oh. not gonna get any crazier. I have so many questions it about it, but it also is just it also from a technical standpoint it's 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 genius it it's beautiful it, it there's yeah. just it won you know a bunch of it won academy awards for production design for costume mm-hmm. design uh for makeup obviously obviously yeah and it just is and also just the cast is just this like time capsule of early 90s heavyweights like everywhere you look it's like you're a guy and and you're in you're it's like it's like Wizard of Oz it's like you're here and you're here and you're here yeah absolutely and it's oh it's insane it's absolutely insane it's no that's it's so true it's not like anything else and I will say it's it's also very fun because you're familiar obviously you're familiar with the book yeah I read the book and you're also uh familiar because uh, so Lindsay actually did a staged reading of the play right. version yeah, of yeah. Dracula. Yeah, this and, was back in I think 2017. Yeah, around Halloween, which yeah. was really cool. And I was so and I and I went saw it was much more based on the book, although this is based on the book in a lot of no, actually uh, honestly, like the play version, like it's it's playing fast and loose with the book canon in a different way that the movie does. Like, oh, okay. It's still like it still bears only a passing resemblance to the book but it also bears no resemblance at all to <laughs> the script that they they use for the movie 
Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, I did. I was in a, yeah, I was in a production of Dracula uh, playing Renfield, which is, which was fun because, and that's that why so when fun. I was like, oh, oh. And that's why I, I, I was like, oh, that's why she didn't get it when I asked if she was going to eat bugs because she didn't know this movie. So I, well, cause, cause he ate, he ate, uh, he still ate flies in the, in the script version, but you were like, oh, he needs to eat spiders too. And I was like, fuck you no yeah and then you and now i understand and now, now you I understand. understand and now you understand yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah the, i just we just oh man we just got to get into the summary because i have so much I have I, to yeah write. i think we just got it i think and we just, just gotta jump right into it ah this movie is so <laughs> bananas and i love every second of it <laughs> and we have quite and this is a this is going to be a dense one so we've got quite a bit to pack into this so and Lindsay writes the summaries. And so I loved reading this particular summary because she had seen it. This was her seeing it for the first time. So it's just watching someone try desperately to make sense of what's going on in this movie. And I was crying. I was laughing so hard. It's just amazing. Fabulous. (laughs) We open in Istanbul, not Constantinople, where Vlad Dracul slaughters an unimaginable number of people like this is the, this is the opening scene and he just 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 so many dead bodies in the first what like minute and a half yeah within the first minute and a half there's like 30 people just on on, like, on like just impaled and like impaled. flailing and like, like sinking ah. down yeah it's 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 a lot it's, it's a lot like yeah. just right off the bat um so he returns home to his castle of screams to to find that his wife i think has yeah. okay so this was very unclear in the narrative but it sounded like like she had been killed by a turkish arrow or she falls out of the castle window or both or so neither. so uh anthony hopkins did his very thick accent i don't like is van helsing german like what is he supposed to be um, uh, German adjacent. But then also Anthony Hopkins is in this scene as an old priest speaking Romanian. It's very weird. Anyway, um, it's just it's just crazy from jump. And yeah. Yeah. so so he says the Turk shot an arrow into the castle, bringing false news of Draculia's death. That's what it was. And then it says Beta yeah. believing him dead flung herself into the river. And I love that shot. Oh, okay. It's just like a doll just getting like wink. <laughs> just like yeah, it's very, it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, full disclosure, um, I hadn't turned the subtitles on at that point. So that's why I that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I forgot to turn, I turn them on shortly on. after the scene. But, I forgot uh, to turn the subtitles on for the scene too. And I, yeah. well, I knew that I knew what they were saying because I've seen this movie 900 times, but right. I forgot that most of the most of the first <laughs> scene is in Romanian. And yeah. and also, and I do understand a little bit of Romanian, but uh, the way Gary Oldman is speaking in this movie is uh, not exactly clear. No. In this scene, it's like, no, no. <laughs> so great. So, I mean, e- either way, he gets back and her dead body is laid out in front of the altar in like the, the church when, you know, when he gets back, even though like, honestly, she should have been tomato paste after a fall like that. Oh yeah. But, she should have been chilly. It's fine, but it's fine. 
uh dracula you know he curses god he stabs a stone cross with his sword and it starts to bleed obviously so he takes a chalice he fills it up and he drinks the blood forsaking god and claiming a life after death okay listen we've creative liberties and all that we've talked about how you know the, the screenplay is kind of playing fast and loose with the dracula canon but like i think we can all agree that is not how vampires work yeah because then later he like creates vampires and like oh yeah that's yeah yeah you can't just you can't just like spontaneously become a vampire by like cursing god and drinking like i i, I mean i guess if like your your church statue starts bleeding and you drink that like that's never happened to me, so who can say? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but and I this, this scene also it just intros it just intros Gary Oldman just doing the most. Um, yes. and uh, I believe that my friend Brenda said that uh, this is like when uh, a student is told to write a paragraph and they write a thesis. They write a thesis paper. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like Bleh. also the costume that he's wearing his like armor uh yeah it's based on an armadillo and gary oldman really couldn't move in the armor and he drove you could i said you could kind of tell oh like he's got yeah. that stiff like marionette kind of like oh yeah and there's like a bunch of scenes in the movie where he, a bunch of scenes in the outtakes and like in like the filming yeah yeah he is just like i can't he's doing move. he's doing that thing where you're using the the rest of your body to literally like propel your limbs forward yep like yep. it's very it's it's I mean it gives like kind of an uncanny valley vibe to the scene which kind of works in a weird way because the whole opening scene is already so insane yeah so it's you, you, you I feel like it, I feel like it kind of fits in with all of that so it's yes. fine but and- it is funny that it's just because you can't move in the armor Oh, it's so funny. And and he said to the costume designer that he feels most comfortable in a t-shirt and jeans. And his like favorite costume is a t-shirt and jeans. And the costume designer was like, yeah, I, I know. That's like the most comfortable thing to, to wear. So what do you think of what I put you in? Like, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, that sounds that sounds super great. But and the uh, goal, the costume designer's goal, or like Francis Ford Coppola's goal was just to make things weird. He was, he, he even said, he said to the production designer and the costume designer and the lighting and everybody, he said to them, just bring me things that are, that look weird. And, uh, yeah. uh, he also based a lot of the costuming and a lot of the design concept off of like the paintings of Gustav Klimt. Um, and you'll see that very, very yeah, yeah, yeah. in some totally. of the later, totally. um, some of the later costumes, mm-hmm. but, uh, costume designer, uh, designed most of her designed most of the costumes based on like animals and uh and bugs which is really cool that's cool yeah they, it gives it kind of a like an organic yeah uh, vibe and they wanted it to be not like you know the dracula in a tie or a cape uh, you know they wanted it to be as different from the previous iterations of dracula as possible and they yeah yeah they wanted to get away from like the bela lugosi like painted widow's peak and like the red lined cape you know what i mean it's and it's definitely they, they, they did it. it they did it yeah hey listen mission accomplished they 100 nailed it absolutely all right uh flash forward to victorian london i think probably yeah. yep. where jonathan harker has just taken over 
Vlad Dracul's accounts after his coworker Renfield, played by Tom Waits, has gone insane. Um, and uh, gone insane following a visit to Dracula to try and, I don't know, do his paperwork. It's very unclear, like, what they're filing, but it's fine. It's, um, he's own, he now is, like, he's trying to become the owner of an abbey. Gotcha. London. Okay. Oh, they did say that. They did say Fairfax that. Fairfax Abbey. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, so Harker is ordered to travel to uh, Romania, right? Harker is ordered to travel to Romania to Dracula's Castle of Screams to do some of his real estate bullshit where he is greeted by Gary Oldman wearing Hugh Hefner's smoking jacket, 15 pounds of old age prosthetics, and a pair of plastic mannequin boots on his head. <laughs> you can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's just, it's so true. I, I forget, it's like, um, he, he looks like... Uh, he looks like an old like mom from like the 50s. Yeah. Like yeah. it looks like every every wife in Goodfellas. It's so funny. And every wife, every wife in Goodfellas, like 40 years after the movie ended. Well, yeah, once they're all out of their minds on on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh um, <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Before that, there's also a scene with Jonathan saying goodbye to Mina, his betrothed which honestly is so wooden, it could have been performed by a couple of marionettes. Like, no offense, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. It, like, in this house, we love and respect Keanu and Winona. Yeah. I love yeah. them both, but, like, it was uncomfortable. I I feel bad for Keanu because... I know. It's, I know. It's definitely the... Every single review of this movie was just, like, everyone is just <clears throat> doing so much amazing work, and then... Ooh, it was it, it was it was a spectacular bit of miscasting it's honestly unbelievably bad unbelievably bad yeah and, yeah and it just doesn't it just it just doesn't work on any level and i know <laughs> that i read an interview where francis for coppola was talking about how like keanu was like a dream to work with but he was so nervous about getting the british <laughs> accent right that's yeah. why he's so stiff because yeah. he's trying so hard to nail the I know and it's so it, like I feel so bad because you can see it happening but also it's just good I know and it's and I think good. he said something he said something uh Francois Corbel said in the interview like if I could go back in time and like do it again I would have I would have helped him relax a little bit more and not worry totally. so much about like nailing the accent totally um because I mean, first of all, the accent's just bad. Like, it's just, it's just gonna be bad. It's just gonna be bad. But you could also, I mean, if, if the accent was the sticking point, you could like throw in like a line somewhere in the beginning, like, oh, thank God you came all the way from America or something stupid. Yeah, like just that. make like, it American. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be English. You could have like, made, you could have made Winona Ryder American too, because sometimes her accent is, 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 uh, it comes and goes. It goes, for, <laughs> it goes for a little ride and doesn't come back. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, yeah, no, the I mean, scene is so like, do? Jonathan, I love you. I love you too, Mina. And then they're like, it's like, <laughs> you like goldfish. Like goldfish. <laughs> weird goldfish kiss. It's, it's like every, every kiss in this movie. Every kiss in this movie is like big lipped fish. Just like yeah. 
big lips like open mouth fish just gasping for air yeah it's it's very much sebastian and little mermaid going you got to pucker up your lips (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad it's very yeah no it's 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 one of those movies where it's like supposed Mm. to be very erotic and you know sensual but i'm every time i'm like nobody enjoyed any i mean (laughs) it's it's horny but i don't think that's the same thing no, it's not like Hellraiser, where Hellraiser was like, like, wow, like this is just wow, this is intense. This is more like, this is more like, are you, are you okay filming this? Like, are you, yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Did you, did they shoot this in slow motion? Like, they, it feels just doesn't. It feel feels like, right. yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, I agree, and it just gets worse. All right, so yeah, Jonathan goes to the castle. Uh, he also brings a picture of Mina with him, and. Oh my God, she looks just like Dracula's tragically long dead wife. What oh my God. God. Oh, amazing. Incredible. Uh, leaving Jonathan behind as a snack for his vampire brides, Dracula makes his way to London intent on seducing Mina and making her his bride again or for the first time. I So, so the vampire brides, I love that the brides of Dracula are in this. Uh, yeah I same. love the way they appear like out of the sheets like it's so cool and that yeah. was, and and a lot of the stuff that's really creepy and animal like is was shot mm-hmm. backwards so oh cool so like the bit where uh it's that really weird shot of two of the brides and one of them's like attached to the other one's like hip like it's, yeah like, their head's coming out and they're like <clears throat> like that that was yeah. shot backwards um, there's another shot later on that's shot backwards and, and this scene, oh, oh, plus like Gary Oldman, he's got this accent that is like, he's trying, he's Romanian, mm-hmm. but it's also just that like, accent is something else. that accent is Dracula accent. Like it's just, it's just Dracula's accent. Dracula. Yeah. And I, I and I loved when you texted me being like, like, like the pausing and like the, the, I never drink wine <laughs> oh my god do you get it guys it's very guys, much his with anticipation yeah. um and i do like though that they brought they kept the bit the the from the original from the bella lugosi one um yeah uh listen to them children of the night what music i love that line i what love that they? line um yeah and i just love that they kept some of that stuff and also just and, yeah. the with, and the bit with the shadow on the wall, that's actually someone just behind that curtain doing the different thing. Yeah, yeah. But so, I love I love stuff like that. I love simple camera tricks. Oh, like all that. of this like, was stuff that they could have done back in the back when this movie was set. So it's all done in camera. Like all those I think that's so I think camera. that's so cool. It's and so it gives cool. it it gives it a really okay. One, we've all we've talked about how we like practical effects and practical makeup in general but it does give it like almost sort of an otherworldly feel completely yeah and which works so well with like the atmosphere that they're trying to set within within the film itself like the way it's shot definitely like lends itself to that sort of um the sort of vibe I feel like they were going for with this film because it does have sort of this dreamlike quality definitely um I think that's really cool and it feels it feels very appropriate, like the like so when he the brides visit Jonathan and they're like you know doing all that stuff to him, 
and it cuts back and nobody's around him and he's just like writhing around and I just love that yeah. I just love that Dracula comes in and he's like no like and this is all in Romanian and he's like <laughs> no the, you know you can't have him he's mine he's my guest like why are you doing this and the brides one of whom is one of one of the brides is played by Monica Bellucci um oh really yeah I yeah. totally missed that. Yeah, you can't really tell. I mean, I mean, they're all they all kind of. Look yeah, like they're them. all vamped up. The one I think it's the one like the brunette mm-hmm. one. What, like I looked closer this time, and I was like, okay, that's her. Like I, I, gotcha. I. Every time I watch this movie, I keep wanting to like. I keep rem- having to remember like, oh, I, I want to spot which one is Monica Bellucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think I spotted her this time, and then they all are like, well, give us something to eat, you know, blah blah blah. And I actually did hear uh, her say uh, again in Romanian. So she says, like, will we ever eat, you know, drink human blood again? And so she, and she says, Varasta, which is Romanian for again. So I was like, oh, I got it. And it's, and Dracula out of nowhere just produces a baby. Just, yeah, like, like, it, like he had it in his cloak or something. Where <laughs> I, for the first time, <laughs> I was like, where did this baby, where did the baby come from? Where did he find the baby? I, I have so many questions about where the, where the have baby. Have you been like ca- carrying it around this whole time? Like he lit- literally, he though, it's, he, produced he literally pulls it out of his clothes. Robes. He's just like, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's like not me being funny. That's literally what happens. It's like, he's bringing them a work lunch. It's crazy. It's a pizza party made of a baby. Um, and then I love that he, uh, I love that when Keanu, like the, the cut back to Keanu Reeves and he just looks like, he just looks like constipated. He's just like, uh, and I didn't know what was happening he's to him. For, he's, I, going for, he's going for shock, but like, yeah, no. He's going for a horror, like that they're eating the baby, mm, but it's it not really. Like, it just looks like he's getting tortured. Like, and, and, but, but it's all worth it because this scene ends with Dracula laughing and Gary Oldman's laugh in this movie. I always remember from the trailer that like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's so good. It's your, and he's just it's so your, gleeful and it's just, oh. it's your typical like horror movie villain laugh, but it just works so well. It's amazing. With character. It's amazing. And I also mm. love the bit where he says like, oh, uh, were you married once count? And uh, the, um, the, the shadow of Dracula like looks like he's about to strangle Jonathan. And then he just goes, and I decided, never mind. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, another thing with yeah. the costume. I oh, love yeah. when he and, when Dracula and Jonathan are like walking through the halls of the castle and the, that giant cloak is like going behind him like a trail of blood, like the huge yeah, yeah. cloak. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Once Dracula gets to London, he takes a detour to turn into a wolf and chomp down on Mina's friend, Lucy, who Mina had been staying with while Jonathan is away, uh, which is a bummer because she's been busy juggling three different dudes, trying to romance her, and she does not have time for this bed rest bullshit. I, okay, I love Lucy. I just love Sadie Frost in this movie. I think she's so fun. She's great, uh, yeah. And, but she's also, I just love that one bit where Mina is saying like, oh, she's such an innocent, but she just says scandalous things. And I'm like, mm, I don't no, know she's not. <laughs> she is, she's down for some stuff. Like yeah. she- In fact, I think your, your addition to, your addition to my summary, like your note for that line, when I said she doesn't have time for bed rest, 
was, but she does have time to get fucked by a werewolf. Oh, 1,000 I mean, if there's anybody in this movie who's down for getting fucked by a werewolf, I feel like it would be Lucy. Like, in this instance, I don't think she was necessarily, like, looking for werewolves, but... Her first lines when, uh-huh. she, when she comes up to Mina, like, working, like, on her typewriter mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Which, I love that they mentioned that Mina's a school teacher and then we, we never see her teacher class, ever. Um, but we know it's true because they say so. I know. Um, she's not, she doesn't mind that I'm only a school mistress. Um... <laughs> And I love that, I love that Mina says something like, I think Jonathan is going to get like, think that I'm like, Jonathan thinks he's too poor um, for Mina or whatever. Like it's that whole thing. Never yeah. comes back. Um, but then, but then Lucy, she has that bit of like, has, is Jonathan Harker making you, is forcing you to learn that ridiculous machine when he could be forcing you to perform unspeakable <laughs> acts on the parlor floor. And I'm like, <laughs> You can't then say she's like wow. innocent. Like she's definitely no, no. I and then they're looking through the Kama Sutra. Yeah, I know. And I, I think that I think that's more indicative of the fact that Mina. Oh, Mina is, is an innocent, it. and I think speak. I think that's that's her frame of reference. So she's like, oh, she couldn't, she couldn't possibly, uh, she couldn't possibly be into all these scandalous things that she says she's just trying to get a reaction from other meanwhile like, mina nah, not, she's into it meanwhile mina 1000 percent gets caught looking at the kama sutra i just love that bit where she's like where she like opens up the the kama sutra and then she looks at like the one book painting and she goes oh that's disgusting and then like the, it cuts back to her back as she's leaning yeah. over the book like to look at it more yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Like oh, more to marriage than carnal pleasures, and the book just flops open. <laughs> and Lucy's like, "Ooh, <laughs> like who to tell?" I, I love how think- Lucy. I love how Lucy too is like, like when she opens the book, she's like, "There's no way you could get into that position." <laughs> oh yeah, Mina's like, "Could man and woman really do that?" And Mina's like, I, "Lucy, I did only last <laughs> night." And they're like, oh. "But I also love that they kind of like it." I've always thought that this scene they're genuinely laughing yeah yeah no it definitely seems because they're just like good they have good uh chemistry friend like i really enjoy i really enjoy their scenes together like they really play off each other well also uh hi carrie elways i just love the carrie elways i know he just like shows up and it's like oh you're here lord arthur holwood i love him um and i just love that I mean, at this point in the 90s, Gary, uh, Carrie Elways was playing the same role in every movie with just varying degrees of um, like self-deprecation. Uh, so he's very, yeah. he's very sincere in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's very uh, sincere with just a little bit of self-deprecation in Princess Bride, but he takes like the role seriously. And then in Robin Hood and Tights, again, the same role. But he's that's, just, that's, that's pure parody, though. But he knows exactly what movie he's yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he always knows what movie he's in. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just love the whole thing where he's, where, where Lucy's just like, oh, do you like my dress? It's my snake dress. And Homeless. <laughs> and she just doesn't, she's just like, she just is down. She just she's she, down. Yeah, she knows what she wants. She and just, yeah, she's like, here to have a good time, and I respect oh, that. And also the difference in their costumes. Uh, uh, the the costume designer wanted Mina at the beginning of the movie to be very but like literally very buttoned up all the way up. To Absolutely, her, like, yeah. Being mm-hmm, choked, mm-hmm. 
And yeah. uh, whereas Lucy is like open. Full decolletage. Like, full, <laughs> like spilling out. Like of, push, push like all the way up to her chin. Just. Oh yeah. And then yeah. later you just see her boobs in just full display. Yeah. Constantly. Absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> so, yeah, I love. So yeah, we, but yeah, you see, there's this whole scene where um, where Mina says that she's going to accept Lord Arthur Holmwood's proposal. Then yep. it starts to rain, and then Lucy and Mina gets like the note from Jonathan saying that like, I need to be staying. I need to stay here at least a month. And she's like, Oh, this letter is so cold. This doesn't sound like I'm told. <laughs> and then the uh, ship is coming over from London, from uh, Transylvania. Uh, yeah 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 so you're seeing you're seeing like shots of the ship that's transporting dracula to london um with all his crates of dirt because he uh, needs why does he why must he carry all these boxes of earth <laughs> so <laughs> stupid it's so bad um and uh there's that weird scene where like i think it's just because like dracula's you know arrival or like the energy of dracula is is coming to the house and so they're running around in the rain and then like random shot of Winona Ryder and Sadie Frost kissing it, and and again it's like it's it, why it, not because I I I I like I I was like did I see that right because there's like no reason for it like it's it no comes out of nowhere it again and I was like and I was also like I looked down for a second like I was probably like dicking around with my phone or something and I glanced up and I was like, wait, hold on, hold the fuck up. And I had to like turn it I had to like turn it back a little bit. And I said, no, 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 I was right. All right, good. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, I surely there must have been context for this. But there's no, no context for there's it. There's no context. No. And it it's no, no. and it's never brought up again. Never. And it it's almost like it never happened. And yeah. it's it's <clears throat> I remember when I first saw this movie, I remember being like, what? Is that no? That's not where yeah. this is going. And and then, and, 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 and no, it's not where it's going. And it's like you said, it's just never mentioned again. It's just they just put it in there for reasons, I guess. I don't I, know. I don't really understand, but it's but, fine. But meanwhile, meanwhile, the my favorite thing is that Francis Ford Coppola like assigned an acting director for Sadie Frost and went on a writer because he was very uncomfortable. Uh, telling the women to be sexual and to show their boobs and like all that kind mm. of stuff um which i think is hilarious because that's <laughs> all they do in this movie but i and i also completely <laughs> forgot about yeah. the wide shot of of the werewolf like going to town on mina i completely forgot about yeah. that i i just oh, remember, yeah. i just remembered the wolf like biting mina obviously that's what i remembered but i forgot that like that was also happening and it was and it was so yeah there's just random things in this movie that just very, yeah like, wait uh-huh. it's it's oh it's so good it's so yeah. good so as lucy's condition worsens they seek help from dr van helsing played to perfection by anthony hopkins no i will not be taking feedback on this oh my god he's amazing he's amazing in this amazing um, and also um hot take I-, I found him very handsome in this movie yeah i agree i don't know they shot well, him in a way hopkins is a very handsome man anyway he's a handsome man but i just yeah. i don't know i just was like 
because normally he's either like the old man or like a gross monster. So this is the only yeah. time where he's like been just like not baseline because he's insane, but just like um not a not a monster or a yeah, very totally. old man. So I was like, totally. okay, okay, Anthony Hopkins. Okay. So just wanted to share that. Yeah, no good. All right. So Van Helsing shows up and immediately says vampire which is crazy but uh, like also true so she yeah. is the devil's conk that whole bit where he's the devil's her war. my it's- favorite part my favorite part of this whole scene is like when her fiance like bursts into the room and they're like trying to like set up a blood transfusion and he's like i would give all my blood all the blood in my body to save her and he kind of just goes all your blood hmm <laughs> like he kind of he goes Oh, you could stay. <laughs> it's just his reaction, like. And oh, I also love the bit where he like grabs Mina and like dances around with her a little bit because like he was saying in an interview that he wanted he wanted there to be like a little bit of like lightness to Van Helsing and also just but also yeah. in a sense where you're not quite sure what his intentions are. Uh, yeah, I like I like that too. Yeah, there's something. I mean, Aww. if you know the story, if you know the story, you know, like he's there on the side of good, quote unquote. But if you're not familiar with it, like you definitely have a sense of like, well, what's this fucking guy going to do? <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever watched the overly sarcastic production summary of Dracula? They no. like, they do a thing where it's like a van, the, the super serious Van Helsing face. And so it's every time it's like, and she's, she seems to hate garlic. And it's like the cartoon just changes to like and you know she's she seems to have an incredible thirst for blood like it's just like like in the lighting change and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. serious face because he's like a wackadoo for most of it and but then yeah. like when he's serious he's like now, like now i'm very serious yeah now i'm like this is very serious business but like yeah there are some things in this movie that anthony hopkins does and some of the, the choices that are made with the cuts and the editing I was on the floor <laughs> laughing. It yeah. is, we'll, we'll get to it, but oh my God, there are like two cuts in this movie where I was yeah. like, this is hysterical. And like, I, can't, I can't believe those are the choices we made. And I loved every second of it. <clears throat> all right, meanwhile, while all this is happening, Dracula manages to track Mina down and starts his attempt to seduce her almost immediately, but uh, like also it pretty much works. So hey, fair play to him um yeah i i just need to say one thing real quick yeah please. Uh, when he pops out of that coffin and when he's walking down the streets of london uh yes please the, it is, uh, he, is it the sunglasses I, no i think no i i don't even think it's no it's not sunglasses because like kidding, the kidding. way <laughs> the hair and the way that he's dry it's just weird but it's the way that he i don't know this it's the like, way he carries himself yeah and his eyes it's yeah. just it, Gary Oldman again very handsome dude and yeah. and so when he pops out of that coffin like ready to yeah. go and when he spots Mina across the street he just you know he's Gary Oldman so he's always like a very intense person but yeah. he just he just has this charisma around absolutely around him. And I just remember when I first saw this movie, I was like, oh, damn, like hot, hot, (laughs) hot. And then it gets weird. It gets weird. 
but it's weird almost immediately but oh yeah, yeah that but part, when yeah. he says see me now it's just like I was like oh man I get it I get it I get it I get okay, it okay fine it's so everything is going so well for him until Mina receives a letter from some Romanian nuns. Uh, Jonathan has managed to escape and he's been recu- recuperating in their care ever since. So Mina leaves London to go and be with him, writing Dracula a letter explaining that she's going to marry Jonathan and they will never see each other again, which seems a little dramatic if you ask me. Yeah, it's a but, little extra. It's a little, yeah, it's a little extra, but... Speaking of extra, in his rage, Dracula attacks Lucy again and turns her into a vampire, and she's then killed by Van Helsing and her three boy toys. So also an overreaction. Really, these two are a match made in heaven. I, okay, I have so much to say about these scenes. Okay, first of all, when he, like, drags, like, basically drags her to go to this, uh, the cinematogram uh-huh. or whatever, and then just, like, drags her into that room, and it's very gross and rapey, and I don't like it at all. Uh, yeah but then mm-hmm. the wolf comes in and because like the wolves follow him like he has control over domi- all animals like all dominion of nature or whatever like that's something van helsing says um the whole scene where um he calms the wolf down and they're both mm-hmm. petting the wolf and it it's like those those shots of their <laughs> hands petting the dog and it's just like yeah. <laughs> I don't i don't I don't like it. <laughs> I forgot about it. And I was like, like, that's gross. This is uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. And I mean, uh, you're supposed to be, but like, doesn't make it better. <laughs> oh, it, it's it so gross. Terrible. It's so, it's really gross. Gross. And, um, uh, I do also like that, uh, you know, she's still very buttoned up and she's kind of mean to him. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of trying to be polite and it, and then just kind of can't figure it out. Um, and so, but the, the other thing that I love is when, so Lucy is just full on a vampire. She dies. Um, <laughs> yep. and they are like, you know, there's a whole, all those scenes where she's like writhing around and that's when he's like, Nosferatu, she is the devil's concubine. <laughs> and I just, and she, and he's just like, ha ha. Like, I love Anthony yeah, I, know, so right? I just love him in this movie so much. That's amazing. And, and he is basically like, oh, and then he's like, oh, I, you know, we have to, we have to do what we need to do. We have to like go in and, and he's like, are you, do you want me to, you want me to desecrate her grave? He's like, no, I just want you to stab her in the heart and cut off her head. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's all. It's fine. So no, it's so good. And then again, where are they finding these babies? Because I know in the book, I know in the book, the whole thing is that Lucy is like going and, and like killing children, right? Like there's yeah. all these like things where like these women, these children are winding up dead and Van Helsing's like, it's Lucy. And everyone's like, yeah. wow, you're wrong. Oh, couldn't be. No. Couldn't be. And then I think she appears like at the house with the baby, with like, with a baby. So yeah. I know that that's part of the book, but yeah, when they put her in this wedding dress, it is so crazy looking. Her vampire costume is, I mean, we like, oh. we've used the word bananas a lot. No, this costume is bananas. that was supposed to be the wedding dress that she was going to wear when she married. Uh, well, it's bananas. 
Holmwood. And it's designed after a lizard. Um, and she is, um, she had practiced with a choreographer to like make all of her movements like very lizard-like. And then they put her in the dress and she was like, I can't do any of it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Because it was all like- This is crazy, yeah. And, well, and, and it's like saying, that giant rough, like- Yeah, and they were saying no, to the- crazy. And they were saying to the costume designer and to Francis Ford Coppola, like, I can't do it. Like, it's like, there's all these scenes of her trying to like, like do the exorcist walk essentially like walking on her hands like backwards yeah and and also you can't do that in that costume no but they no. But, but what they were able to do well they, she was able to do it with her hands but it, like the the train was so long like she was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. trouble like going down the stairs but they ended up getting it but yeah um she like uh when she like drops the baby like there was somebody underneath her that like grabbed it and like hit it. like it was like the behind the scenes of this scene is are, is really cool yeah. and when she gets the, the the cross like put in her face she does like that and when she goes back into the coffin that was all shot backwards so it's her actually climbing out coming out of the coffin that's cool isn't that cool that's really cool yeah and i mean it looked amazing too like it's very because they shot it backwards like it it has this very unsettling like almost uncanny valley feel to it because the oh it's very are, weird like the like the movements aren't un like inherently unnatural looking but they're wrong yeah it just and, doesn't, it doesn't look right it doesn't it doesn't look right and your brain can't quite like reconcile that that wrongness yeah so yeah. it's a very yeah no it's a very cool scene it's I, it might be one of my favorite scenes it's so it good just for that like just for the sheer like unsettling factor of it it's so good yeah uh, and she is um uh oh and then the other scene that I wanted to mention prior to this scene is the scene with uh with uh with Mina and Vlad Prince Vlad um in that little like dining area and Mina's like I've seen like it's vineyards and and you know and and Dracula's like you describe my home as if you have seen it firsthand and he's like it's like a dream I cannot place it. and I, you can't tell if it's like the absinthe and she's like sucking on the <clears throat> and yeah. then she cries and and in the commentary uh track Francis Ford Coppola said that you know uh, I, I just had this idea that, you know, what if he could like take her tears and turn them into diamonds? Like what woman sure. wouldn't want to, to turn their, get their tears turned into diamonds? Like no Who man want that? to make a woman cry. So uh, the idea that he could like do that for her or something. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. This is also the most famous dress in the movie aside from the wedding the dress. Red one? The red one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cause that. it's gorgeous. And the thing that sucks is that it's the same thing with like the, with uh, Lord of the Rings with Nyla Dixon uh, saying that um, she would design all these amazing costumes and then it would be just a headshot. Yeah. Because you can see kind of the back of uh -huh. the dress, but there's all of these shots online of the full dress and it is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, RIP, uh, you know, the costume designer for this movie is just absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. and again it was designed after like insects and also when when she writes in the letter saying that she's leaving and he cries like and his face is melting <laughs> like oh, oh sorry about but we have now reached my favorite 
smash cut in the entire movie. So it's after they cut off Lucy's head. Yep. It cuts to, uh, so so uh, Jonathan and, and Mina have gotten married in the Romanian uh-huh. church, which by the way, they did a full Romanian Orthodox wedding ceremony and filmed all of it. Yeah, so, I know. Like in Romania, like they joke that like, Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder joke that they're like actually married. Love that for them. And uh, Keanu said in an interview a couple of years ago that he'll get text messages sometimes from, from Winona and it'll say like, hello, husband, which I think is just Aww. so cute. Stop it. I oh know, it's so cute. Also, their kiss you at the die. wedding. Their kiss at the wedding, also very gross. Very gross. A lot of the kissing in this movie is gross. I'm sorry. Oh my is. God, it's so gross. Yeah, How do you get... How do you get these hot, hot, hot people and make them look? Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, it's, it's like Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder are two beautiful people. Like, they should be making out. That's what should be happening. And then they do. And it's like, "Mm, not like that. Yeah. The only (laughs) only part in this movie that, like, I kind of am okay with all of it is the, is is the scene that's coming up with Winona and and Gary Oldman. But, yeah. But, like, this kiss, again, it's. It's yeah, it's goldfish. It's, it's it's goldfish gasping for breath. It's puff puff fish. I hate it. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. And it's but so yeah, they so Jonathan, who now has like gray hair, which I think is also hilarious. Because they've drained his life or something. Yeah. But they sure. meet with Van Helsing after they come back. And so it's right after they kill me, they kill Lucy. And uh no, Van Helsing sl- slams like a giant cut of meat on the table and just starts cutting into it. <laughs> and and then she goes and she goes, well, Lucy, did she pass away peacefully? And uh, Van Helsing's like, oh yeah. And then, and then the smash cut to <laughs> Van Helsing, um, the Texan Homewood or Morris uh is the is the Texans the three the three dudes the three boy toys cuts to them like just in front of Lucy's decapitated corpse just like (laughs) I do I yeah and I I agree I do love Van Helsing being like yeah it went great and then it just cuts them being like it just cuts them like like oh it was so good (laughs) and it was like did you desecrate her body? And it's like, oh yes, no, we, we just cut off her head and we just stabbed her in the heart with a stake. It was fine. And it's fine. What? It was, oh my God, I was dying. Yeah. I was dying. Um, Yeah, it's just, yeah. oh, it's so good. It's so good. So yeah, like at this point, um, yeah, like you said, Mina and Jonathan, now that they're married, they're back in London. Um, and once they get back, uh, Jonathan and Van Helsing lead the group to Carfax Abbey, where Dracula has been staying with his many crates of soil. They go in and they destroy all the crates, and I mean that that, that should be it. That should be the end of it, right? No. Uh, Dracula goes to visit Mina that night. I think while they're out destroying dirt. Yeah, it's when um, they're all they're all destroying the dirt. Yeah, yeah. After after detour, by the way, to kill Renfield for alerting Mina to his presence in the city. Like, it's a whole thing. Um, but he goes to her, and he confesses to killing Lucy. Mina is understandably horrified at first. Because she gets over it pretty quick, and they start making out. A lot. Yeah, she, like, starts like hitting him, and she says, you murdered Lucy. Yeah. And- 
And it turns uh, into those, it turns into one of those melodramatic, like, I hate you, I hate you, but I love I you. I love you. God <laughs> forgive me, but I do. Yeah. But I did I read. Like, so I did read that this scene, uh uh, they were like, just do something, like react, like really react to him, like saying. Yeah. Yep. So the, her like smacking him and hitting him was not planned. <laughs> and she's i mean it was good though it it, it was it worked also weird kissing like so the uh so much weird kissing yeah yeah so he he appears to her as mist um and it's very weird and then it cuts and then he's on top of her and they have still again like the like the really bad and yeah she's like i am the monster no living man can kill and and then she she's like, I love you. I want to be what you are. I want to see what yeah. you see. And blah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's, yeah, he's in the process of turning her into a vampire when the rest of the group bursts in. Uh, so he escapes by turning into a tower of rats. Oh, so the bit that I remembered from like the a kid from the trailer was yep. when a rider saying, take me away from all this death. Um, mm-hmm. that's like a line that like stuck with me. Yeah. And I do like that. He like, doesn't, he ends up like not wanting to do it at first, but, but Gary Oldman's face when she starts sucking his blood is so funny. Cause he's <laughs> like, it's like an, uh, like it, I know it's the whole thing, like the sucking of the blood and the eroticism of it and everything, but it just was it just a just ends up looking funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. It was like, it's a lot. Yeah it was just a lot and I do but I do love I think one of my favorite shots in the whole movie is when like he's like you know riding back and forth and then he just like grabs her and they're like and he's like holding her and he's like hugging her like I just I just love that shot but then the jump scare that freaks me out they all burst in and they're like Nina what are you doing and there's nobody there she's just like like licking the air essentially (laughs) it's it's a very awkward she's like very strange and then so she looks over and the bet it's a wide shot of her on the bed and then all of a sudden this bat just swings down like yeah, yeah. It's like ah! <laughs> yeah it was good gary oldman went through hell making this movie oh okay. yeah i can definitely went I can, yeah hell I although apparently he like he said that he the reason why he took the part was because he wanted to work with francis for coppola yep and he also said it would be worth it just to say the line, I have crossed oceans of time to find you. He just loved that line. It's such a good line though. And also he was going through a divorce at this time and he was getting drunk a lot. So he uh-huh. was, so like him and Francis Ford Coppola had very, not a great relationship because he was just hung over a lot and he got pulled over for a DUI at one point during filming. It was just, it Ooh. was, it was just a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Gary, Gary Oldman's kind of a, kind of a, mess of a human being anyway hey, yeah i think he's sober now which helps but like at this point he was he wasn't he's, a bad he boy. is sober he is sober now but like he's definitely said some oh. crazy bullshit like in the not too distant past where oh. it's like oh, yeah. shut up yeah like, and I, I can't remember the details now but it's like man yeah what if we just didn't talk for a while <laughs> yeah also like in this at this point gary oldman wasn't like Oh, he's like like Keanu was like oh a bad boy, but he's actually like a cinnamon roll. This like Gary Oldman 
would have like stabbed your mom. Like he would definitely gave off like a, oh, he would burn down my house. Like he was- Like he's crazy for real. Oh, (laughs) and he gives that vibe in this movie. He definitely gives off a, oh, like like he's dangerous. And that's what works about about the role. And that's that's exactly what you want for this character too. Yep. Totally. All right, so with Dracula now on the run, uh, Van Helsing hypnotizes Mina and uses her psychic connection with Dracula, which, oh, did I mention she has a psychic connection with Dracula? Because she does. Yeah, um, I think I wrote in my notes, like, I guess when you suck someone's blood, it like turns your brain. But they also, like, they also um, kind of implied that like she had it from the beginning. Like she's the reincarnation of Elizabetha. I guess, fine, whatever, whatever. I'll get, yeah, like at, the, at this point in the game, I'm like, yeah, at this point I will buy anything like honestly like there's so many last minute reveals I'm just like sure yeah you're like all right sure also it's Anthony Hopkins I'm gonna just believe anything that comes out of his mouth because it's Anthony Hopkins that's fair actually that's that's a fair point um so yeah he hypnotizes her uses the psychic connection to determine that Dracula is going to sail back to Romania in his last crate of dirt uh because I guess they missed one. Yeah, there was like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. That was the, you know what? He put that one under the floorboards, so it's an easy mistake. But I think that's why he was able to survive when they were destroying all the stuff, because- Yeah, because they, because they missed one, yeah, missed like literally. One. They had like a 13th box or something like that. The I don't shame. know. It's so like the, the final war crux. You gotta get, yeah, listen, you gotta, you gotta make sure you get them all, because them otherwise- all. Your wife becomes a vampire. Like so, the group decides to split up at this point. Uh, Van Helsing and Mina will go straight to the castle, while the rest of the group will attempt to stop Dracula and his convoy en route. They don't, as Dracula manages to make it to the castle, but not before the brides show up the night before and attempt to attack Mina and Van Helsing. Under their influence, Mina attempts to seduce Van Helsing in another very uncomfortable scene. Oh, for I, I. So- Oh, do you have, do you have thoughts? Would you like to talk? Would you like I, to talk about Winona Ryder seducing Anthony Hopkins in the year of our Lord, 1992? I forgot about this. I knew that there was a scene where they were on the hillside with the snow and she's like, ah, oh, like showing her boot, her bosom, but I would never shows her boobs. No, you don't see the full bosoms. Winona Ryder probably had that under contract. Um, meanwhile, Sadie, Sadie Frost was like, I don't care. Woo. Um, <laughs> So I forgot, I knew that there was a bit where he would try, she would try to like, like seduce him, but I knew sure. that he would stop it and, you know, go kill the brides. I remembered that maybe I had blacked it out of my mind or something because I, tried com- to. <laughs> I completely forgot that hit that, that Winona Ryder and Anthony Hopkins just make out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They really go for it. I watch, I yeah, watch, it's more, but like, it's more, it's more goldfish kissing though. There's so much making out in this movie and none of it is good. None of it is good. It's kind of love- the worst kissing in movie history. It's so annoying. I love like a good makeout scene. Like I think, that, I think they're great, but like not this. I, I think we were talking about this at one point. Like, I think I remember saying something about how yeah. I love. Um, oh, it was, you know what it was? It was when we were watching The Room and I said, it wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> it was when, I was when we were watching The Room. Yep, 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 yep. And I said that I love a good movie love scene. I love a good kiss. I love a good kissing scene. I love like the montages of like kissing scenes in movies. Like I love that stuff. 
Cause I, I, I think it's, I think when it works, it, it, and, and you can make people believe it. Like, I love that. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I remember that movie. I was like, this is just, this is my idea of hell, like five consecutive love scenes and, and they're all awful. And, and they're all nighters. <laughs> and this is like very handsome and attractive people kissing for like two straight hours and none of it is good. Yeah. In a movie that's very deliberately erotically charged, none of the sex scenes and none of the kissing is actually sexy. We get a lesbian <laughs> kiss with Renona Ryder involved. And I, I'm like, ew. Like, <laughs> And, and it leaves you cold. Yeah. I'm like, how could you do this to me specifically? I know. I felt really, I remember when I, when you were watching the movie, I wanted to text you and be like, by the way, you're going to be very upset that there is a, there is lesbian content in this, in this movie, but none of it is good. Because if I told you prior to this movie, oh, Winona Ryder makes out with a woman, you would have been like, yeah, but then I would have seen it and been like, you have sold me a false bill. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is why I didn't say it. Cause I was like, yeah, if I you. tell her that she's going to be so disappointed. Yep. And yeah. so I can't, like, I can't. And I just, I was, I, cause I knew that I was not like, if I told, that'd be very cruel of me. If I told you that Winona Ryder had a lesbian kiss in this movie and cause you would have been an- anticipating something that was definitely not what this that movie was, delivers. That was nothing. That, that but it does it. deliver an unbearable Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins make out. Which, which literally nobody asked for, but here we are. File that under things I never want to see again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, we get we get the makeout scene that nobody asks for. Um, Mina, you know, yeah, she attempts to seduce Van Helsing so she can drink his blood, but he stops her by pressing a communion wafer to her forehead and surrounds them with a ring of fire, uh, basically like keep the brides out. Oh, yeah. and he also sneaks into the castle at daybreak and cuts off all the brides' heads uh, because Van Helsing is apparently the only person in this movie who knows how to get shit done. I, Which actually, I think that's, I think that's the case in the book too. So, uh, you know, yes. I was being snarky, but actually it's, it works. It tracks. Also, one more thing that the, the movie does that I appreciated is that the book is an epistolary novel, which, um, you know, I'm putting on my English teacher hat, yeah. but it's uh, epistolary for those of you who don't know mm-hmm. is a, um, it's a novel that is written entirely in the form of letters or journal entries. And, mm-hmm. um, and the, the cool thing about the novel is the, because it's written like that, you really don't know a lot about what's going on until like way late in the proceedings. Um, and because you only know as much as the characters know. Yeah. And um, so they do keep that up in the movie. They do do that. Um, but I do find it funny because Winona Ryder's doing a lot of the... Um, uh, doing a lot of like diary entries. And I just kept thinking about Heather's every time that she was doing that so every time. So, but I, but so every time she, it, it cut to her writing in her diary or typewriting, I just, I just heard in my head going, dear diary, my teenage angsty bullshit has a body count. <laughs> also, I love, I know where the bastard sleeps. So dramatic. Poor Keanu, he's trying Poor so Keanu. hard. I know, bless his heart. Everyone is trying so hard in this movie some of them it's very successful and, and, and some it's others not. like maybe not so much no offense yeah dracula finally arrives bursting out of his coffin at sunset and 
there's a big fight that follows. Uh, Morris, one of Lucy's boyfriends that we had mentioned earlier, uh, he gets stabbed in the back during the fight. And in retaliation, Jonathan manages to slit Dracula's throat. Um, not enough to like kill him outright, but like enough to kind of like incapacitate him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as Dracula kind of like, like, he kind of like staggers into the castle, sort of like half drags himself in. Uh, Mina like, puts herself bodily in between him and the rest of the group. And Van Helsing tells them to let her go. No, Jonathan tells them to let her go, which I thought- Oh, Jonathan great. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, she, says, she says like, we've done, he says something like, we've done our part. Like this is what, she, this is this is her part or something this like that. This is her part. And then she does, She I do like when she asks him like, will you, will you kill me the way you did him when it's and, time? And I think she says no. I think he says no. Fuck you, Jonathan. Come on. He's a wet blanket. Although like, he does I say like, actually... sorry. Like, like she, when she says like, oh, you know, I've been so cruel or whatever to you. He's just like, it's okay. Like, I get it. Like, he's just very, yeah. he's very nice. I think, I think book Jonathan gets a bad rep. I think he's a much more interesting character than the one we get. In but you know what's funny that you say that because yeah. I was reading Francis Ford Coppola trying to cast his part. Yeah, uh, I think he was thinking about Christian Slater or Johnny Depp, but Johnny mm. Depp at the time wasn't uh, famous enough uh, for the studio. They wanted like someone who was really famous, and Keanu was like huge, huge. Yeah, uh, and although I feel like Johnny Depp would have been this is around Edward Scissorhands. Like I feel like he was around that. But he was more cult at this point. Yeah, um, totally. But um, they were saying like that they were trying, it was they were having a hard time casting it because Jonathan in the book is not that, is like not as, I mean, you have the three boyfriends who are hilarious he's, and then you have yeah. Dracula and then you have Van Helsing who's wacky. He's, I mean, he's, not, he's not dynamic in the same way that a lot of these other like bigger characters are, but he's definitely not, well, like we call him a wet blanket in this movie. I de- he definitely isn't that in the book, or at least I didn't think so. Well, like, I think he, he comes off as a wet blanket in this movie because, and it's funny because this is something that the guys on How This Get Made said about uh, Devil's Advocate, because he said everyone's chewing on all the scenery, everyone's an animal in that movie, and Keanu is just like there going like, what? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the book, yeah. In the book, Jonathan is basically like a regular guy who gets thrown into the middle of all this crazy vampire bullshit. And he's just trying to, <laughs> to make it through <laughs> like, yeah. to the other side. You know what I mean? Like it's, yep. he's not a boring character, I guess is my point. He's not like this sort of like drippy victim no and the, um, and you know in the in the movie he's not very drippy and he is just trying you know to figure everything out and he knows he ends up like solving not solving it but he you know he yeah. knows where dracula is staying he knows like where everything is um yeah. it's just that every time keanu opens his mouth i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah i know i know dang so yeah they, they let they let they let mina and dracula uh, go into the castle um once inside like they make it back to the chapel where all of this started um and then 
in front of the altar, Dracula and Nina share a kiss and Dracula reverts back to his younger self as the cross that he'd stabbed with the sword mends itself. And I, I guess his soul is free or whatever. In any case, he asks Mina to finish him off and she does exactly that, stabbing him through the heart. And then as he dies, the mark left on her forehead from the communion wafer fades away and she cuts off his head with a sword. So good. I mean, she was, he was already dead, but then she's like, and like, take his fucking head off too, I guess. Yeah, he says like, set me free or like, give me peace. He says, give me, give peace. me peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. So stabby stab, decapitation. And I guess we're done here. Um, we end with Mina gazing up at the fresco where Dracula and his lady love are ascending to heaven, which does feel a tad optimistic to me, but what do I know? Then yeah, fade to black. See I forgot that that's how it ended because the book ends with like Jonathan and Mina having a kid or something like, or like- I mean, the book, the book ends with Jonathan and Mina like, and the rest of the group killing Dracula. Like the book is very much, there really isn't any like, and it's been a while since I read it, but right. there really isn't a whole lot of <clears throat> reciprocated like sexual tension between Dracula and Mina. Like she's very much like, ew, no, fuck this guy right from the get-go. Yeah, and, all the love like, story stuff didn't really uh, happen. No, it's, that is, and that to me feels a little bit jarring because that's one of the things I, I kind of liked about Mina in the book is she does sort of have this almost like revenge mindset like right. when Jonathan finally makes it back from the castle I mean for the for the time I thought it was kind of an interesting way of like dealing with like trauma and post-traumatic stress because like he's obviously like in a in a bad in a bad place by the right. time he makes it out and part of the book is kind of focused on like her trying to like help him through that right and there is definitely a sense of I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this monster that did this to the person I love and that right. to me is something like, especially for the, for when it was written, like to have, to have like your, your, your main female character, like sort of like take up arms. Yeah. <laughs> against the monster. Like that's really cool. And I really enjoyed that aspect. And it made me enjoy the dynamic between Jonathan and Mina too. Like it kind of painted them almost as equals. Right. In a way. And I I, I, I'm sad that we didn't get that in this movie because yeah. they're de- like as a couple they they're definitely sort of just there and they're sort of generic and boring and they throw away like everything that made them interesting in the book for this wild passionate like reincarnation affair with yeah and it's funny because you you get people who are like this is the one movie that's like really faithful to the book and and like it's not though (laughs) it's not that's not what the book book no it's not a bad and it's not i'm it's not a dig against the movie by any means but i don't think it's that faithful no they take i think they take a lot of liberties and some of them make sense and i guess i guess you could say all of them make sense but like some of them are to my taste and some of them aren't I right exactly like yeah. some of it is like oh yeah i totally get why you did that and then other things i'm just like what the actual like, yeah choices were made but were they good <laughs> yeah but in general yeah. i oh my god it's just a wacky 
it's just a wacky movie. Also, the score is so crazy. It's so it's so odd. And I just yeah. love the beginning where it's just like that, like like when the um when the when the title card comes up and it's just like that crazy yeah. screaming. And uh-huh. um you have all of this like super intense, like but also really quiet moments. It's just, yeah, it's just, and, and, and the costumes, oh my God. The costumes are unbelievably The costumes are unbelievable. Um, so, and I, and I have to say her name because her name is, um, is Eiko, um, Eiko Ishioka. Um, she mm-hmm. passed away about nine, yeah, about nine years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but she was, um, yeah, she was 73. And she, uh, was also, so her, the last thing that she did was, um, uh, she did the costume design for mirror mirror and she also, I, yeah. And she also was the director of costume design for the opening ceremonies of the 2008 summer Olympics in Beijing. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So she did a mortal, she did mirror, mirror, the cell, which is an amazing, and and she she also did the fall. Um, which was awesome. God, I love that movie. Such a good movie. Um, and it's just like his, her stuff is just so wild. Um, and the reason why she got into the, um, echo when she did the poster, the Japanese poster for apocalypse now, apocalypse now, and, uh, was like, this woman's incredible and hired her, um, for the costumes for, um, Dracula because he wanted the costumes to be the set. And yeah. And he, so he said, Aiko really cool. said to, said like in an interview, he she said, um, uh, you know, Francis said to me, the costumes will be the set and the set will be lighting. He wanted like a lot of the set to be, and yeah. then, he, and they shot everything on like sound stages to like mm-hmm. save money. And his whole thing was, he wanted to make a big elaborate movie that was still under budget. <laughs> Um, and he did. It's just, it's beautiful. Well, uh, I mean, that, that, that mentality that you just talked about, like with the, the, the costumes as the sets, like that lends itself, I think, to that style of filmmaking too, because that's, I mean, you can tell that's where a lot of the budget went. Oh yeah. To. And he said, even like, look at the people in the background, everybody is dressed so beautifully and so lushly and like the details on all the different pieces are incredible like if you're into if you're into costume porn like there's so much eye candy in this movie like there's so many like little things for your eye to kind of grab onto and yep and and take in and it's I mean it I love that I love that that's that was his approach to it because it, it really is so stunningly beautiful what they did with the costumes in this movie they like it's, yeah. it's gorgeous like and you look at the crazy. the inspirations for the different things you know she says i just yeah. she designed the the red armor based on an armadillo like she just gets the weirdest inspiration i know and it's so cool and you look at the costume and you're like oh yeah, like yeah. oh yeah and you wouldn't she, necessarily and like for me at least like i i wouldn't necessarily have gotten there on my own mm. um when you when you say it it's like oh yeah yeah okay and also you definitely when you see like the the when you when you know that 
he gave her the painting of Gustav Klimt's yep. kiss. Like you immediately are like, oh, that's why his uh, sleeping outfit is like all that patchwork. And yeah, also yeah. total call to Nosferatu, that shot of him like rising up out of the- Yes, yes. And I like, love that. There's so many callbacks to Nosferatu in this movie. I mean, they even say Nosferatu. Um, I could listen to, I could legitimately- uh get and also Tom Waits is just like Tom Waits is amazing too um I love love that Anthony Hopkins brought a little bit of like humor to Van Helsing because I think Van Helsing is usually like a very serious business character which he should be but I I, he definitely like brought a little bit of levity I think to the script and he just seemed to be of all the people in the movie he just seemed to be having a good time oh yeah 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 it it, it, he just seems like he's having a blast absolutely blast and i know that um i know that uh you know i i i've heard that gary oldman was not like the best person to be on set with because he was very he was very uh method um so which drives me crazy yeah and i also know that like apparently Francois Coppola was like yelling things to like Winona Ryder to like make her upset and like lost kind of yeah yeah. Um, There's yeah, there have been a lot of stories that just really interesting, not particularly healthy. It's really interesting to to to, to, like look at old like like look like like read old production stories and be like, wow, the things that we let people just kind of get away with in the name of art, (laughs) like what I know it's like that's crazy that's that's abuse like (laughs) (laughs) yeah let us let us call it what it is like call it let's just call a spade spade. no it's awful it's it's Uh, really yeah so yeah and And, uh, and it was very common like especially I mean this movie was 1992 which I guess I was 30 years I was gonna say it's not that long ago but I guess I mean Um, but in but in but in like in, I guess, like, in, in the great theory. scheme of, like, the history of film, like, it's really not that. No, it's long. not that long. We're not talking about, like, 1910, you know what I mean? Like. And, you know, the, the effects in this movie, but the, the interesting, too, because the, the effects in this movie hold up because it's not CGI. Like, not, there's no CGI in this movie. It's all no. practical effects. And that's um, why it looks good. But that's why it looks good. Oh, God. Like, if, they had so done, movies, if they had done, like, any sort of computer effects this movie would have been oh well okay yeah like one because of because just because of the time it was made like the quality of effects were it just wasn't really there yet but also Francis Ford Coppola is just not a director who would have who would rely on on like CGI or computer effects like that's just that's just not the kind of movies that's not the movie that's not the kind of movie he makes also yeah also, so the reason why he even made this is because Winona Ryder got the script and she felt really bad that she had pulled out of Godfather part three and uh, came up to him and said like, hey, I really want to work with you on this, you know, as yeah. a, a culpa almost. And he loved Dracula. Like he loved, he like was obsessed with it as a kid. So when he saw oh, the cool. title, he was like, yes. Oh, good. Yeah. He originally he was like, oh, okay. But then he like opened <clears> the script <throat> and he saw it was Dracula and he was like, 
oh my god oh I like so, that. Yeah. yeah so it really was like a passion project for him and sometimes passion yeah. projects don't work very well but this I just I just oh my god I just love this movie this movie's insane uh, it is insane but it's but it's fun it's like so it's, it's a wild fun. it's a wild ride but it's it's one that I very much enjoyed. And I really recommend going back and watching it again because you pick up on so yeah. many details that like, oh, I, yeah. I picked up on so much this past watch, watch through that uh-huh. I had completely forgotten about um, yeah. other watches and stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. like really interesting to go back and watch all of it um, and pick up on things that I had, had not noticed before. Yeah. It was really- Oh cool. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, agreed. I 1,001% recommend this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so do I. It, oh, good. I'm glad you yeah, like it. No, it's really fun. It's really fun. I think I would say I recommend it, but no, like, the kind of movie you're going into. Like, if you're expecting, like, a straightforward, like, vampire, like, adaptation, like, that's not what this is. Like, it just, like, takes the, takes the, it takes the, uh, the source material and it just blows it up in the best way possible. But it's great. It's really fun. It's the most overwrought movie I think I've ever Overwrought seen. is the perfect way to describe it. But like in a way that I'm kind of into it. In a wonderful <laughs> way. It's it's the most, it's the, yeah. it's, it, but it, it, it I, it's overwrought, but you can tell that it was so intent, intended to be. They made, they made exactly the movie that they set out to make and you have to respect that yep and even like yeah. Keanu Reeves like I can't even really fault him because he's he is trying he's trying he's trying yeah. so hard yeah and <laughs> Winona Ryder is trying so hard there are, there are scenes in this movie where she's very very good there's other scenes where her accent is yeah a lot. absolutely um but you know and Sadie Frost is amazing and it's yeah just, yeah and it, and every but and then and then everyone else is just chewing the scenery. And Gary Oldman is incredible. Yeah, he's in this great. movie, he's um, great. He's so good. And yeah. uh, I just I I this time watching it when he popped up out of the coffin and when he had like his his street clothes on, I was like, oh my god, I forgot that he's like hot so <laughs> in this movie. Um, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> I mean, you know me and my love of vampires. It are, I mean- Oh, like, so did, yeah, yeah, the ship has sailed. Come on. I was just making a community joke. My, my backup movie for this was Interview with the Vampire, which was also like a, this better not awaken anything in me sort of thing. <laughs> definitely did. That's another movie that I was terrified of when I was a kid, but then like I got over it. Um, but that yeah. movie, that movie's more <laughs> like, it's it's overwrought, but it's like taking itself a little more like, it, it is more like of our real world in a way that this is definitely not. Um, but I think this movie is just more fun. This, I just, yeah, I just I love looking at it. Like it's just a like painting. I just, with the wall. it's like those, yeah. um, Hieronymus Bosch paintings where it's just like, like from far away, it's just like a big landscape. And then you look closer and you're like, there's a person with like a foot coming out of their chest. Like what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that wraps up our conversation about Bram Stoker's Dracula, my birthday. Yay. Yay. All right. So now we're going to get to our palate cleansers. And I think it's your turn to go. I think you're right. So what is your turn this week? For for the first time in the history of our podcast, I'm doing repeat palate cleanser. Oh, really? Because 
what we do in the shadows is back and I am so happy and so excited and I've been going back and re-watching it from the beginning because it's spooky season and also because we've just been immersed in all this vampire bullshit for the last couple of weeks and I was like you know what this is where I'm at so this is what we're doing and it's so good and so funny and I know I've, I've I know that I've gushed about it before and I'm gonna do it again now because it's just that good and I love everyone in the cast and I love all the characters and I love uh Guillermo who's my favorite and if he's not your favorite you need to get out of my face frankly I just I just I love that show and I'm so happy it's back and it's exactly what I what I needed in my life right now and it's so it's been so funny so far and I'm already sad that like (laughs) the season's gonna end because it could just it should just go on forever for me specifically and yeah that's my that's that's my palate cleanser just go and watch the show if you're not and if you have go and watch it again like I'm doing I love that show I'm very I'm very happy I'm very excited that's back so you're lying that was my palate cleanser too you're lying (laughs) (laughs) I was like sitting here trying to figure it out and I was like as we were like talking about Dracula I was thinking like I was like oh man I totally forgot to like usually either like I figured out while we're talking or like I'll have it like three days in a like an idea of it I know what my palate cleanser is and today I was as we were talking I was like I've been watching a crap load of what we do in the shadows I think that I'm I'm just gonna make that my palate cleanser so yeah that's my palate cleanser too it Good. I love about it. that show so much. Um, I'm one episode behind, I think. Um, I just watched, uh, I watched uh, episode three, Gail. Um, I love that episode. Just, Can't and I- The kickball scene with the Twilight music. Oh my God. When, when, uh, uh, when they were joking about Nandor <laughs> being a bat and like his little, like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and and they and and then not just like I don't hate Gail, I just think that she's gonna break his heart and it's gonna be all upset. Everyone's all gonna be sad. Um, I love that show so much. And every time there's a new season, it's going to be my palate cleanser. It'll probably be your palate cleanser too because it is just it's gonna have to be so much fun. Ugh. I still need to watch the I still need to watch the movie, but the movie. Oh, you never saw the movie? Yes, but the movie doesn't have Nadja, and I, I honestly love her. Movie. The, the show took everything that was good with the movie and made it better and just like blew it up and just made it yeah, better. It's of course, of course. It's so good. It's like, it's absolutely perfect. I love Nandor <gasps> so much. Yes, yes. I love I was, him I was, so much. So I said, I, I was like going back and watching it from the beginning, but like one of my favorite jokes in the whole show is like when they're in the, in the pilot, when he and Guillermo are in the, the party store and he's like, ah, oh, we have to get the creepy paper. And he's like, that's crepe oh, paper. Crepe he's like, paper. creepy paper. paper. Like my brother, my brother and I do that. Like, like when, when like my sister had like 
decorated her house for my niece's birthday and my brother and I were like ah we have the creepy paper, creepy she was like, paper. no I was watching <laughs> um there's a there's a video actually like if we're gonna get super like specific uh, there's a there's a YouTube video yeah, that's like a YouTube clip of like the best of Nandor and no the it, there's, there's one where it's Nadia and Nadia and Nandor bromance and it's just them yes. yelling at each other for seven minutes. And Good. then there's one Nadia and Laszlo being creepy vampire soulmates. And, <laughs> and it, perfect. I oh, love them. you're my sweet baby. And I'm here to stop that kind of jive. And I just love the way he says, darling, you leave him to my darling. It's just, oh, <laughs> I love them so much. My think- favorite is, I think my favorite, one of my favorite lines in the entire show is when, yeah. One of my favorite episodes is when Nadja finds out that Nandor's Nandor's army is the one that burned down her village. Yeah. Um, and she calls him Persian Frank Zappa, which is just I fell on the floor. And uh-huh. and she says, and 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 so she flies after him, and Laszlo's holding onto her legs, being like, You need to calm down, my darling. You're feeling murderous. And <laughs> and Nadja goes, Laszlo, we talked about this. You are supposed to support me when I want to kill someone. I just I love it so much and I love their relationship because they're insane and just a couple goals I love them so much and I also love I just love Nandor I love and I love Guillermo um but Nandor is just he's just delightful which is hilarious because he's a war criminal (laughs) it's just (laughs) I know right he shouldn't he shouldn't be endearing and yet and I got sucked into an air purifier. Um, so yeah, I went back. Well, because I hadn't watched season two in a, in a bit. And I went back and I rewatched season two a few, uh, like a week ago to prepare for season yeah, yeah, yeah. two. And yep. I was just like, this is, it's just, it's just a giant hug. It's just a giant, it's just a giant hug. And it's I also a giant love, pointy tooth hug. It's just so good. Love I love everything about it. And even Colin Robinson. I love him. I love Colin Robinson is like sneaky, maybe the funniest person on the show. I love him too. Um, <laughs> but I just, it's just gotten better and better and better and better and better. And um, yeah. I just, and uh, I, um, Mike and I were joking around that he, I was going to make him dress up as Guillermo for Halloween. Um, because I have a Nadja costume that I am probably going to pull out at some point. Why and, isn't he dressed as Laszlo? Because he doesn't, it would mean getting him in all that gear. Oh, yes, and yeah. That's just yeah, a lot, especially because he doesn't really yeah. do, he doesn't really dress you know up. what you should do Halloween? Just give him a, give him a toothpick and he can go as Jackie Daytona. That's what I was thinking. Just give See? him a toothpick and like a, like a, a flannel shirt and he's Jackie Daytona. Yeah. Jackie Human bartender. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's so good. My favorite, my favorite thing about that is that they were only, they were, he was only gone for a week. That's my favorite part of that whole thing. I know they make it sound like he's been gone for years. Please. You've been, you've been away for like one week. I was a different person. Oh, it's so good. Um, so yeah, I just, that's I, so that's why when you said what we do in the shadows. Is, I was wondering why you started laughing so hard. I was like, she did like, she did like the silent laugh. Like nobody could see it but me, but I was like, oh, wow. I was losing it because I was like, no <laughs> I way. It. But I figured, I mean, it's so appropriate that it's because it's vampires and exactly. like- Exactly, I'm like, what? It couldn't be anything else. Of course not. Um, so yeah, it's- Ab- brains strikes again. 
It's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I still need to watch the the next like two or three episodes or the two episodes. I think you're only, I think it's only one. Uh, okay. Yeah. The one where they go to the casino. Yeah. I still yeah. watch that one. Um, oh, it's really Mike funny. and I, Mike and I watched Gail. Um, yeah. Great. Um, so good. And so I just need to watch uh, the most recent one. But yeah, that was, those were, that was our palate cleanser. Just delightful. <laughs> um, absolutely delightful. What a great way to wrap up my birthday, man. I know. <laughs> um, That's amazing. So yeah, that wraps up a, a much more enjoyable for Lindsay uh, uh, birthday mandate. Uh, yes. of Frankenstein. And get excited because her birthday mandate is going to be awesome this year. We've already planned it out. Um, yes. And the next time we record, it is going to be the first of our October <sighs> episodes. We are so excited for that. These are going to be some messed up movies. It's going to be great. And I'm delighted. It's going to be great. It's so messed up that we like the most messed up and horrifying movie is the one we're doing after Halloween. (laughs) It's so true. Um, But yeah, so we are so excited uh, to, you know, roll out. We've got got, uh, two episodes coming out in October. Yep. And, uh, well actually three episodes, two on the main feed. And then we're doing mm-hmm. a live commentary of a, another movie that it, we're so excited about. Another Halloween yeah, classic. Yes. Another classic. And we've dropped hints over the last couple of episodes. So you may want to go pick those up and, um, yeah, so we're super excited. That's gonna. Um, I'm just so happy that we got to talk about this movie. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FrankenBridePod. You can also email us at FrankenBridePod at gmail.com. And stay safe and happy uh, first week of fall. And Yay! spooky season is coming and we can't wait ah. to celebrate the most wonderful time of the year with all of you and we will see you next time on brides of frankenstein thanks everyone bye and this scene oh oh, plus like gary oldman also again just looks like um, what does he look like he looks like if one of the golden girls was put into like a taffy pole. It's it's just <laughs> I'm laughing because you're right. Right. <laughs> and then didn't have that on my 2021 bingo card. We are gonna cut that. That was I'm making a Kissel joke and it didn't work. It doesn't work for him and it turns out it didn't work for me. I knew you were making a Kissel joke. I know, I know, but Rester. like as <laughs> damn near bought her a nice steak dinner. <laughs> it's fine. Rector! <laughs> damn near paid off her car loan. Damn near. <laughs> damn near helped her with her college applications. Oh my god. Oh, I kiss Oh. Alright, so. So yeah, you are get, just get. the living end. <laughs> You're the cutest. <laughs> That's adorable. Adorable. <clears throat>